Hey there, pod pals. Are you a print-on-demand creator looking to stay ahead of the curve? You want to know exactly when to launch your designs for every key season and event? How about a chuckle with an extra dad joke to brighten your day? If you said yes to any of these, then it's time to join the print-on-demand cast VIP list. As a VIP, you'll get our free annual design calendar, an amazing guide to help you time your creations perfectly throughout the year. And of course, we'll include a bonus dad joke each week as well. Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print-on-demand industry and equip you with the tools, advice, and strategy you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Print On Demand cast. And this is the first time we are recording the intro, for sure. There has not been a first take of this at all. This is uh, this is the only time we've done this. So, uh, welcome back to the show. As always, I'm joined by Travis. Travis, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm glad you got that out, you know, so cleanly the first time. That was nice. I did. Yeah, it was the only time uh, live to tape. It's just, you know, I, I think this is, this is uh, we're far enough into this to be considered pseudo podcasting professionals, maybe. So I don't know why we would need a second tape. I, I agree fully. I think we've, uh, we've definitely arrived. I mean, this is, after all, episode 15. It is. Uh, so, I mean, we're halfway to 30, which everyone knows that the mile marker for podcast uh, expertise is, is 30. Uh, anyway, so listen, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to try and get the train back on the tracks here. Um, how's things going, man? I know last week we talked about you, your venture into uh, a, a shop again, being a fulfillment center. So before we get into the point of interest... Uh, let's, let's, uh, update everyone. How's things going? You guys set up and ripping and roaring and printing and, and sending stuff out. How's things going there? Make your mark. Yeah, we're doing good. Um, I mean, it's definitely drinking water from a fire hose, uh, but we expected that we've got, you know, several right. employees, we've got our departments going and we're, we're firing on most, most of our cylinders. Um, well, that's good. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we've got one UV machine that's given us some issues, but the other one's printing fine. So, um, you know, we got both of our lasers going, we got our vinyl, our DTG, our sub. Um, we just, I was, I was telling you, I was telling Josiah before we started, we just printed some vinyl shirts today and, or some vinyl to go on shirts today. And man, it looked really sharp. I haven't done a lot of vinyl in the past. I've seen it, but I've never done it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really simple too. I was surprised at how simple it was, um, and how good it looked, you know, when, once you got it on the shirt, it was really nice. Right. Is that something that, uh, that Mike has, has had experience in? And so he kind of, Mm-hmm. showed you the ropes in, in that way? Yeah, Mike Mike and Jackie are both uh, here in Colorado right now helping me with, um, they're basically consulting me with all, you know, with this new venture. And um, they've done a lot of vinyl in the past. And so uh, it's gotten me thinking, though. I think there's some other, there's some cool ideas that we could do with the vinyl. Um, right. You know, particularly on, on apparel, of course. But 
Um, even beyond that, we also have a sand carver. And with a sand carver, you've got to cut out templates that allow you then to take the the media that, you know, it's not really sand, but it's like a media like sand that then sure. you blast onto, um, you know, like a champagne flute for a wedding or something like that, or right. uh, d- things like that, awards or things like that. And, um, and we can actually, I believe we can actually make the... Um, the templates with the vinyl machine. So it's going to give us, you know, some, okay. instead of buy, we, you know, instead of ex, uh, spending a lot of money on the media that they want us to spend on for the sand machine or for the sand blaster, I think we're going to sure. try to cut some corners and see if we can figure it out with the vinyl machine. But so, so, yeah, so you basically going to happen this year. <laughs> you, ba- yeah, you basically cut it out or do the templates put it on whatever you're going to decorate and they kind of blast the, the sand onto it and the sand just sticks to that template. Basically it's kind of like, uh, well, no, is, it's, is just, that... it, it's basically like a negative. So it like, it doesn't blast where the, where the vinyl is, it blasts where the cutout is. So if you want to, you know, write a, a date or sure. something on there, you basically, if you're familiar with the vinyl, you, you have the vinyl and then you have the, the letters or whatever, and you weed, you actually weed the letters. Yeah. Right. You know, and then awesome. you you would stick that onto it and sandblast it. And I mean, you know, I'm I'm I don't know a whole lot about it. I just kind of know the basics. We'll know a lot more, you know, when we actually kind of get that thing going. Sure. But but yeah, sure. we've got a we got a compressor there that we actually built an enclosure for the other day because it was really loud. And I mean, you know, just little things like that, wiring the yeah. where the where the cables go and um hanging different things on the walls like a uh a, a big uh, bubble wrap dispenser on the wall, you know, just things right. like that. We've, we've, we've been doing a ton of that over the last few weeks. That's awesome, man. I'm super excited to, uh, go check out the, the space, uh, yeah. you know, probably after Thanksgiving ish or whatever, but I'm excited to kind of see, uh, what it looks like and what you guys have going over there. Um, and I'm excited to, uh, to have you continue to update us on, on the, all the R and D and research and yeah. development that you're going to do and, and let the people that are listening know, some cool tips and tricks that you're sure to learn along the way. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that's super exciting, dude. So um, for this week, we have a, a point of interest that has to do with print on demand, or Amazon print on demand, the um, print, what, 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 what I'm thinking. That's of. what you're uh, talking the phrase. about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast professionals. So we're going to go, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking for a second and you guys are going to listen to the point of interest sound cue. You know what time it is. POD cast coming at you. The point of interest. The part of the show where Travis and Josiah tell you something you should know. The point of interest. So grab your paper and pen and jot down some notes. Let the learning begin. The point of interest. Okay, I've collected myself and I think. I'm ready for the rest of the show. So this week, Travis, a point of interest, merch by Amazon is adding totes and throw pillows. You sent this to me in a text a couple of days ago, and I was like, well, this yeah. is clearly, this clearly has to be our point of interest. Now you have a merch by Amazon account. So tell us a little bit about what Amazon is telling you guys as far as what pertains to the, the totes and the pillows. How much can you make? What are they made of? What's the printing process? All the deets. Fill us in. Sure. Sure. So, um, you know, you're listening to this probably a couple of weeks after 
Um, it's actually been announced and, you know, made its way through all the Facebook groups and Reddit groups and all that. But, um, on November 16th, they announced that they're doing a beta launch of print on demand, print on demand, tote bags and throw pillows. So, uh, I know you guys do throw pillows. Um, we do. Yeah. Um, Josiah, but you don't do them the same way as merch by Amazon. does. We, we do not. No, I, this is going to be interesting. I, I mean, I'm, I'm almost curious to to order one to be quite honest let me know <laughs> when you can do pillows and send me a link because i want to see them so what they're doing um <clears throat> these pillows are 16 by 16 and 18 by 18 mm-hmm. they're going to be polyester and cut and sew and not only that so that the cut and sew means you can do all over print so you can print on both sides of the pillow whatever you want it's going to be a sublimation print process uh but they include the inserts uh, which, which is, is which is which is very interesting because you and I talked about we've talked about in the past with merch by Amazon when we're thinking about what they're going to expand into it was like well they're going to do stuff that's easy to store small kind of tchotchke you know what I mean but if if they're storing pillow inserts for these pillow covers that's going to take up some real estate so mm-hmm. that's interesting that that they're branching into this so. Uh, pillow inserts included. We don't include pillow inserts. We just do the cases and we direct to garment print them, whereas mm. they are going to sublimate them. And, yeah. and from what I can tell, we, we were talking about this before we press record from what I can tell, uh, they're going to print it and then sew it together. Yeah. From what, from, we, from what we understand with these ones. Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm looking at the actual, um, information on the merch by Amazon website and it says, uh, the print, the print-on-demand pillows are made of 100% spun poly fabric filled yeah. with 100% polyester and sewn closed. So my guess is that they're printing flat, and you, so you, like you said, yeah. you can print edge-to-edge, edge and they do uh, 16 by 16 or 18 by 18, and then they have um, you know a, some type of machine that will sew them all closed or people that will sew them all closed sure. and put 100% polyester fill in them. So the interesting thing is, I mean, these things are going to be, like you said, they're going to take up a lot of real estate um, in their yeah. Merch by Amazon facilities as they're shipping out. Now, maybe not while they're storing them, but as they're sure. shipping out and they've got to put all this polyester fill, that's going to get – you know, that's big. That, those are just big products. Those are the biggest yeah. products Am- Merch by Amazon's. Yeah. So it's definitely kind of a change of direction, I think, for them. At least it's perhaps it's a kind of an experiment. That's why it's a beta. Um, yeah. You know, so I, it's the same thing with the totes. They are a a polyester tote. It's going to be a 16 by 16 polyester tote with a black like a 14 inch long one inch wide black cotton handle. Obviously you can't, since it's cotton, you can't sublimate the handle, but you'll be able to sublimate the bag itself. since It's polyester. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, if you had to guess, we, we talked about, uh, what a couple episodes ago, one of the point of interest was sublimation and the growing market of sublimation. And a lot of what we discovered in that was, you know, a lot of it was home decor stuff, curtains, upholstery that people were learning they could sublimate. Do you think Amazon caught wind of this and was like, maybe we need to start incorporating home decor? And do you kind of anticipate maybe more home home decor items arriving to merge by Amazon? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's very interesting. Um, I have not done the research for this, but my guess is that their pop sockets are all sublimated, and so they kind yeah. of got. 
you know, they started with DTG. They started with direct garment with the shirts mm-hmm. and all that. They weren't doing mm-hmm. any sublimation. Um, their their first kind of four-way into sublimation was a very small product, uh, a pop socket, you know. And right. now, and then obviously their uh, phone cases, I'm also, again, guessing, but I can't imagine that they're not sublimation as well. Again, yeah. a very small product. And I just think they're slowly testing, you know, different products, testing the size and the capabilities and the, you know, frankly, the sales volume of these products, um, you know, see what kind of volume they have to see what kind of storage needs, uh, they'll have, Uh, as far as moving into other products, I I, I do think they're going to continue to, um, try to, you know, press, you know, push the limits of, um, uh, of you know, I, I don't know that they're going to immediately become you know Redbubble or any of these other you know sure. places that are producing massive quantities of you know massive items because I I, right. I just think they have too many potential sales <laughs> um, yeah. in you know to to be able to to a source that much product um, and b. Um, be able to immediately have the manpower to push that much product out the door. Um, sure. I think by adding one or two different products at a time, you know, it's it's very interesting that they're adding two products that are both 16 by 16 sublimatable, sewn, <laughs> cut and sew. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. doing it at the same time. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. They're doing these things um, that are very similar processes at the same time. Um, you know, that's why they did the 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 Samsung Galaxy case and the iPhone case at the same time it's same process Size. basically yeah, yeah. same yeah. basic thing um, so yeah, yeah I can see them introducing things potentially in pairs or or in threes or sure. things that are very similar uh, but it'll sure. be interesting to see this pillow and how it affects you know the shipping process because like we've said that's a large product to go to be filled with polyester and yeah. um, you know you have you know, 10,000 of those going out every day. Um, that's a lot of pillows sitting at, you know, on your dock waiting to yeah. get picked up. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting too, you know, on that note, it, it might be why, cause I'm sitting here wondering, well, if they're, if they're venturing into more sublimation, how long until they introduce drinkware? Cause they have to be right. able to see that the novelty mugs that are selling on their platform, whether it's the FBA or people that are like us that are, are shipping them and are shipping them in ourselves, mm-hmm. there's sales volume. There is the size of the mug going to prevent them from introducing it to merch by Amazon anytime soon. If they do, will it be 11 ounce, 15 ounce and shot glasses? I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see what yeah. they're going to do because again, it'll be a lot of mugs sitting on their dock waiting waiting to go and mugs are a little bit more involved to pack than a shirt mm-hmm. or a pillow or, or a pop socket for that matter you know yeah and not only that um you know you talk about them sitting on the dock waiting to go out but they're also sitting on the shelves waiting for them to get printed in the first place <laughs> right you know I and, mean, and mugs like, are way more fragile than, yeah. than anything else they'd be selling at that point so sure. it, it, yeah it'll be interesting to see if what what they venture into there um, from our research here, it looks like, uh, you know, of course, everyone's wondering, okay, well, how much can I make on these? Well, it looks like uh, from what they put out for the tote bags, you can sell a tote bag for $16.99 and you will make $1.20. Uh, 
and that's <laughs> and if you yep. want to make if you want to make anywhere close to six dollars, it's twenty one ninety nine. But if you can find someone that will buy a tote for twenty one dollars and ninety nine cents outside of Q four, maybe even in Q four, um, <laughs> you get a uh, print on demand cast Dundee. How about that? <laughs> we'll just get, we'll just ship you. We'll ship you an, 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 a Dundee award. But so that that's the tote prices, and it varies in between there. It looks like the throw pillows. We sell ourselves what for apparel. You know, my wife who does a lot of pillows, our clients, our clients sell pillows anywhere from eighteen ninety nine to maybe twenty one dollars somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so at eighteen ninety nine, you make a dollar and twenty nine cents as a royalty. Uh, which we talked about this before we pressed record. We know that the materials it takes them to do this yeah. is very expensive yeah. because they're going to be buying in bulk and sublimation is one of the cheapest ways to print anything. Mm. So it, it's just, it's kind of crazy to me, but again, we talked about this before they they're bringing the eyes, they're bringing the traffic, they're buying the material. So all they're doing is selling your designs, so you get a royalty. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a volume game on Merch by it, Amazon. It always has been. And, and it's the difference between a royalty-based incentive and a, you know, a cost of goods where you, you know, I mean, it's the difference between me not having to do anything. I don't have to touch returns. <laughs> right. I, don't have, I don't have to talk right. to any clients. I don't have to buy anything in advance. I, you know, nothing. Um, yep. it's, a, it's, it's a royalty in perpetuity as uh you know mr wonderful from shark tank would say uh, it's the it's a the most beautiful kind of income is the royalty uh so i mean there is love, there is that love that yeah. yeah i love the shark tank reference um me and my wife are so cool that we binge watch shark tank so that's what that's what we do if you're ever wondering if you're listening it's like man what does josiah do on a friday night with his wife what's a date night with josiah look like well <laughs> Been watching Shark Tank. Uh, it's not very exciting, folks, but you know. Uh, so yeah, good, great, Mister Wonderful reference there. Um, so yeah, so we talked about that, and then again, you know, it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, home decor they venture into from here, if if anything, uh, given yeah. what we've kind of the parameters that we're predicting they're trying to stick by. Again, uh, uh, please don't independently fact check this we're admittedly saying this is all just opinion <laughs> uh, and, and, and pure conjecture as to what amazon is going to do so it'll be exciting though that it's interesting that they're branching out into this into this sphere so uh anything else for this for this point of interest no i i think we kind of covered it um you know, like I said, this has probably all been, you know, you've probably already seen this if you have a Merch by Amazon account, but it's interesting to kind of yeah. keep tabs on it. And um, it's news to us, you know, being a few days after they've announced it, even though this is going to publish in a few weeks. Um, you know, we just want to kind of go over what we know and how, you know, kind of uh, what we understand about their process. And, and almost, I mean, it does affect our business. You know, I mean, it's whether, yeah. whether you like it or not, you know, if, if it's competition now, yeah, it's, if merch by Amazon starts selling mugs, it's going to be a challenging (laughs) thing, you know? Yeah. Um, And we'll, you know, we'll kind of, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, totally. So that's it for uh, this week's point of interest. And we're going to transition now to the main event of the evening. Main event. Main event. Main event. 
Josiah, Josiah. What? How do you know they're listening to it in the evening? We've talked about this, man. We've talked <laughs> well, said, about this. You started it. You said this was episode 15. So you have given away. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. Uh, so uh, <laughs> podcast professionals. <laughs> That's the theme. That should be the title of this episode. Right. In the notes, it needs to say, in this episode, God, your podcast. podcast professionals. Yeah. So, okay. The main event of the episode. I, I sit corrected. Okay. So, Travis, tell us, what are we talking about for this week's main event? Well, uh, since it is kind of getting to the end of the year, we decided to talk about goal setting. And, uh, you know, everybody, January 1st is coming, even if we're in the middle of it, (laughs) you know, I'm sure when this episode actually airs, man, we're going to be up to our ears and orders and, you know, just printing, 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 or, you know, perhaps you're, you're doing drop shipping and you're, but you're going to be fulfilling a lot of orders. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll be fulfilling a lot of orders. That's the goal. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's the whole reason we do this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but, and so maybe goal setting isn't kind of on your radar, but it should be. It should be all the time, really. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird that we wait till the end of the year to set goals, but it's kind of part yeah. of our culture and we just do that. So we wanted to have an episode where we talked about goal setting and everybody's got a New Year's resolution. You know, you want to lose that 20 pounds or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. You know, and then during the year, you know, you might even have a little task list and you could say that you're just setting goals for your day or for your week right. or whatever, in your little task list. Um, but obviously goals are important and, yeah. uh, you know, but why are they important, Josiah? Why are goals so important? Why are they so ingrained into mm. particularly this time of year? Yeah, well, I feel like, you know, goals are, are, are measurable. It's how we know how we've arrived anywhere, you know, without goals, how do you, you know, mm-hmm. how do you ascertain or quantify? Well, I was here at the beginning of the year and now I'm here without, you have to have those goals to motivate, to grow a business. It's they're, they're essential. Yeah, Sign exactly. Posts. Yeah. 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 They're, they're essential to your business. Um, and without them, you're, you're on a hamster wheel because you, you don't want to be and and one of the most frustrating, frustrating things is, is ha- having a discussion with your team in Q4 of one year and then circling back and having the same discussion in Q4 of the next year with really no ground taken in the 12 months in between. Um, because if you're, if you're continually having the same conversations about where we need to be, where we need to grow, what we need to do, then something in your system, something is something in your, in your structure it is not working because you need to be moving forward and goals are a way that like Travis said, it's like when you're driving down the interstate and you see the exit sign goals are the exit sign. Like, okay, now I'm at this goal. Now I know where I am. It's a mile marker. Mm-hmm. I set that out. I set that out at the beginning of the year and look, now I'm here. Now I'm passing it. Okay. Time to set out the next mile marker. Yeah. So they're just super, super important. And in life in general, but, but especially uh, in business, if you want to actually mm-hmm. grow and become profitable. So we, we, we talked about this, talked about setting goals and something you said to me, was like, let's talk about smart goals. And I was like, well, Travis, all of my goals are smart because I thought of them. <laughs> Clearly they're intelligent, but you're like, no, it's an acronym. 
idiot. So, <laughs> so I had to ask you, what does that mean? Uh, so smart goals, smart stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. Um, so even though time bound is two words, it's not smart b- goals, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll give it, we'll give it a pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little about, let's break this down because I didn't know what this was, obviously, even though I'm a <laughs> podcasting professional, I did all my research. I didn't know what smart goals were. So we're going to break these down a little bit. Uh, so Travis, let's start with S for specific. Tell us what does that mean specifically in terms of goal setting? Sure. Um, and I mean, a quick Google can find all this stuff out. It's pretty easy. If you're, if you're like, dude, don't give it away. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to kind of give people, you know, an out if they're, if they're as, you know, uneducated as you are and don't know what a smart goal is. Well, not everyone has the brain trust of Travis Ross. You're supposed to give yourself credit here. You, you had this knowledge just built up. All right. Anyway, yeah, Google search it, folks. We'll put the link in the notes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I I don't think we need to put a Google search link in the notes. But um, anyway, so specific, specific, the the S in the acronym is to to set real numbers with real deadlines. So, I mean, it it kind of sums up the the whole thing. But a a specific goal has, um, can have, uh, w questions. And so you can think of it this way with, you know, like the who, what, where, when, which, why, you know, so yeah. you can think, cause you want to drill down into the specifics. We don't want this goal to just be kind of pie in the sky or, you know, just, it can be uh, vague. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be vague. It needs to be specific. You need to talk about who's actually going to be involved with accomplishing this goal. And, you know, and, and and even though you we we were talking about you know coming to the same place in Q3 Q4 every year and talking to our staff and stuff well not everybody has a staff at, but it doesn't mean that goals are any less important they're absolutely important and so uh, the who may just be you and that's totally yeah. fine and but you have to be specific about that because if you do have a team or if perhaps part of your goal is to get a team maybe you want to hire a virtual assistant to help you with some graphics or help you with some organization that is going to be a who and part of the specific goal. Um, yeah. The what, what do I want to accomplish? The where, you know, where is this going to happen? I mean, for me, it's actually going to happen. It's going to happen in my shop. Um, sure. You know, the when, the which, you know, what are the requirements? What am I going to have to do to get this thing going? And then the why, what, why the heck am I even setting this goal? If you don't have a why, um, you know, you can go ahead and throw this thing out the window. If I'm driving down the highway <laughs> yeah. and I'm looking at signposts to tell me where I'm going, but I don't know why I'm driving down the highway, <laughs> what's the we point a, of the signpost? We have a bigger problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's the specific idea. You know, an example uh, of, a gener- of a general goal would be get in shape, you know, but sure. a specific goal would say join a health club. You know yeah. what I mean? And work out three days a week. That would give us a lot of specificity. Specific, specificity. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a that's a that's a five dollar word. It and, is. I didn't, uh, I didn't have to Google that one either. So <laughs> I'm redeeming myself. Yeah. 
You are. Good job, Josiah. So yeah, get in shape. That's not specific enough. You've really got to drill down into those six W questions to get it specific. So let's move on to the M, Josiah, measurable. What are we talking about here? Yes. Yes. M it stands for measurable. And it's just to make sure that your goal is trackable. Talking about the getting in shape. Well, okay, you're going to join a health club. You're going to work out you know, three, four days a week. But what is the measurable there? You want to lose 10, 15, 20, 30. What is the goal that you're wanting to attain? It's got to be trackable. It's got to be something that you can keep track of. You have to establish concrete criteria for measuring progress toward the attainment of the goal that you set. So um, it's like in words like how much, how many, you know, stuff like that that helps you kind of quantify what you're doing and where you're going. So a lot of the times it's, you know, for us it was, well, we need to be doing this much volume to be able to hire a production person full-time in our warehouse. The measurable was we need to hit X amount of prints a day in our volume to justify bringing someone on. So you just have to make sure that it's trackable because you can't, without that, again, it just becomes kind of this amorphous goal. And it's like, well, I I, want to, I want to hire somebody. Well, what do you need to yep. get there? Well, I don't know. I just, I just want to hire someone. Well, can you afford it? I don't know. I just want to hire someone. I'm sick of running the <laughs> machine or whatever. You have to be able to make sure that it is, that it's a trackable thing. And that's when you know it will be accomplished. And so you have to ask yourself those questions. A lot, a lot of what we're talking about, like drilling into the minutia of stuff is something that can be uncomfortable because it's easy to set a goal, but then it's hard to attach things that quantify how to get to that goal because that, actually then presents you with the work you have to do to get to that place. So it's easy to just say, yeah, I want to do this, but to attach, you know, the logistics to it is what's hard. So that's what measurable is. You have to have something that's quantifiable to know that you've arrived at that mile marker. So, um, Travis a, uh, which is attainable. Talk to us a little bit about making sure that your goal is attainable. Yeah. I mean, you probably understand what it means to be attainable. You don't want to, sure. it's not pie in the sky. You don't want to shoot for the moon because you're going to freaking miss, <laughs> you know, I mean, nobody hits the yeah. moon, you know, I mean, it's just not, not attainable. Um, so right. you want to work towards a goal that's challenging, but it has to be possible because you, otherwise you'll, you'll get discouraged, you know, halfway through, you'll realize, Oh, I can't do this. And you'll give up on your goal. So it has to be attainable. It has to be something that is possible. Um, you know, it can't be, uh, you know, I want to make this year, I want to do a million dollars in revenue, but last year, you know, next year I want to do a million dollars in revenue, but this year I only did 10,000. I mean, that's, that's not really attainable yet. You know, it's <laughs> right. Uh, it's just not, it's not possible for you to go from 10,000 to a million, you know, uh, it's not impossible for you to get to a million, but it's not going to probably happen in 2021. <laughs> you right. know, so yeah, exactly. Don't, yeah. Don't try to take over the the world in one night, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. piece it out. And, and perhaps you could do an, an attainable goal that is, I want to make a million, but maybe that's part of a larger goal. Maybe that's a five-year goal and year one I want to double my sales from 10,000 to 20,000. And then year two, I'm going to hit a hundred thousand year three. I'm going to hit, you know, three, whatever. And you get to the million and by taking attainable goals along the way. 
You know what I mean? Baby steps. uh, Baby steps. What about Bob reference? I love that. Right. Baby steps. Love that movie. Yeah. So, So, okay. So, so R is realistic. So, Josiah, tell us about realistic. Man, it seems like realistic and attainable are pretty closely related to each other. You know, realistic is, is just being honest with yourself about what you know you're capable of, what you know your team mm-hmm. is capable of. It, it's kind of, you know, don't forget any hurdles that, that you're going to have to overcome. You have to look at something and, and, and realistically think, can we get to that goal? Like you said, you know, you know, I saw I had $10,000 in sales in this year. I want to get to a million or I had a quarter of a million or a quarter of a million dollars in sales. I want to get to 5 million. Well, you're going to have to make sure it's realistic and attainable because like, again, if you don't do that, you can actually demotivate. It kind of be kind of demoralizing. Like, well, we didn't hit our goal. Well, it's, it wasn't realistic in the first place. And so the fault then kind of lands on the person who set the goal. So you just have to make sure that it's something that is, realistic and you have to do some self-evaluation and look at the strengths and weaknesses of your team and and, and realistically say, can I do this? Can we realistically attain this goal? So I feel like, I feel like realistic and attainable are really, really closely related to each other. Well, Um, I was going to say some people use R as relevant um, instead of realistic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think when you, when you think about that, when you think of relevant, I think that can kind of factor in with, um, like we were talking earlier, you know, when I started, I was, you know, I was in the retail arbitrage and, and then I tried wholesale, then I tried print on demand, or then I tried private label, you know? So I think relevant is considering all of where I'm, or considering where I'm at right now, I'm doing print on demand. I have a fulfillment company. I have, you know, all of these machines. So my goals need to be relevant to print on demand, to fulfillment, yeah. to yeah. those types of business opportunities. I'm not going to say, I'm going to open a falafel shop in the mall in 2021 because <laughs> that's not relevant to my business. Do you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you're going you're so, to print falafels on demand, <laughs> made to order. Hey, you know, I guess maybe. Yeah, I mean that's a loose that's a loose thread that connects those two, but you know, yeah, I agree. Uh, that that's actually good. Your relevant kind of helps uh, delineate it from attainable because realistic and attainable are pretty closely related, but relevant is a whole different thing that you kind of have to take into consideration. All right, so the T in smart stands for timely. So Travis, huh, T Travis, telling us about timely. I feel like this was meant to be. The T in SMART <laughs> is for timely. Tell us what that means. What does that mean uh, for your goals to be timely? Sure. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think most people would figure out what timely means. And you got to give yourself a deadline. Uh, I'm personally, um, I've always dealt with procrastination. You know what I mean? And so yeah. procrastination um, you know, what happens is, you know, the test is on Friday and so you don't study until, <laughs> you know, Thursday, Thursday night, night at yeah, 11 p.m., you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, just cram and, it all and in the there. Reason, yeah. And the reason you actually study is because there's a freaking deadline. There's a test in the morning, you know. Um, <laughs> yep. So, I mean, we've, we've all seen that uh, deadlines work, um, you know, whether or not we treat them 
with the respect that they potentially deserve uh, is, you know, <laughs> remains to be seen. But uh, that's that's basically what it means. It means that your goals need to have a deadline. But hopefully <laughs> you don't wait till 1145 p.m. on the day before you're supposed to be <laughs> have accomplished this goal to start. Um, you know, so yeah. don't do the procrastination thing. But you still you still need that deadline because otherwise you can continue to push it and push it off and push it off and push it off, you know, and, and until it becomes a, a someday goal um, sure. high in the sky, uh, you know, and, and you just never get around to it. Yeah. Uh, the idea of time bound deadlines um, keep you on track for uh, for accountability, for accountability yeah. yep. purposes, really. Yep. They help you yeah. just stay accountable to yourself and to your team and, you know, whoever's on your team. With, um, you know, and the, the other thing that I would add to a smart goal, um, oh, a couple of things I would add, write them down. And then the second thing is to share them with somebody. We talk about accountability. I'll tell you what, when I share something with somebody that I plan to do, um, I better do it or I'm going to look like a fool you know, or yeah, a liar yeah, or a totally or worse, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I, I it, it's funny. You, uh, I, it does help you keep, keep you accountable. But when you're talking about, you know, cause I was the same way in high school, uh, there was a test and I would just cram, uh, at 1145. And the first thing I thought of in, in a POD sense is you have a bulk job that has to go out, you know, on Friday and you don't start printing till 1145 the Thursday before. Oh, uh, and that just stressed me out so much uh, just now. <laughs> I, I literally almost gave myself an anxiety attack thinking about that scenario. Um, so tell us a little bit, you know, so we, we've broken down smart goals, which, by the way, if you're, uh, you, for those of you listening, uh, we would love to hear your smart goals. Maybe this is something that, you know, we have a print on the Madcast Facebook page. Maybe this is something to be cool. Share your, your smart goals and it can kind of be another uh, facet of an accountability thing. Like, just let us know yeah. what you're wanting to do, and uh, we would love to hear from you. And we'd love to be updated by you on those goals and be able to say, "Hey, how's that going for you?" So, we'd love to hear from you guys as to what your smart goals they are for 2021. You and uh, so we want to hear yours because we're going to give you ours. So, Travis, <laughs> what is your example uh, of a of a smart goal? Uh, for 2021 for your business? Sure. So um, this isn't just off the cuff. We actually did you know, talk about this before. And so the, I wanted he just, to he give just the keeps, bad example. He just, keeps, he just keeps peeling back the curtain. It's fine. Po- podcasting <laughs> professionals. Podcast professionals. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't have to stop because one of our microphones stopped working either. So we are on the ball this week. <laughs> oh, you talk about how I give things away. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. So, so tell us go. about, okay. First, first tee up a bad example so we can be okay. impressed with your good example. So give us the bad example first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So bad example of a goal um, would be, so I want to get some clients. I, I really need some clients. I need, you know, I got this print on demand facility. I need to get some clients. Um, that's a bad, bad goal. I mean, it, well, it's not a bad goal. I do sure. want to get some clients, but it's, it's not going to do the things that a goal needs to do for me to help me accomplish it. 
So a sure. better example of, of a smart goal is I want to have 10 print-on-demand clients by Q3 of 2021. So it's, it's specific. It's talking, about, um, it's talking about who. It's me. Uh, what do I want to accomplish? Well, I want new clients. Um, you know, it's, it's measurable. I want to have 10, not five, not 15, not a thousand. So it's attainable as well. I don't have a thousand print on demand clients. It's, uh, relevant because it's print on demand clients. It's not falafel, you know, stores. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be a side venture for us. If you keep saying the word falafel. (laughs) And then it's timely. Uh, because I've said Q3 of 2021. So I've got six months to accomplish this particular goal. So that's, that's my, I mean, that is an actual goal for me. Um, I want to have 10 print on demand clients by Q3 of 2021. And so that, that then will be broken down into a whole other set of goals um, to, you know, how do we onboard them? How do we, how do we right. market to them? How do we f- actually how, fulfill the products? How do you, know? how do you, how do you find them? How do you pitch them? How do you right. sell them? How do, yeah. The whole, exactly. that whole, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it breaks down into all different kinds of goals. And if I continue to apply the, the smart goal methodology on all of even the smaller goals, um, it'll push me and allow me to, to kind of grow into, actually accomplishing the goal. Um, I mean, and that's the whole, that's the whole point of this thing. So, right. uh, so Josiah, give us your bad example of, yes. of a goal and then, and then get really smart on us. Oh, I will. I'm going to try my best because I am a podcasting <laughs> professional. professional. So my bad example, my bad example would be, uh, I want to get into licensing or, or another one would be, I'm going to license Marvel. The brand Marvel. Uh, the actual smart goal would be: I want to land three licensing deals in 2021. More specifically, by summer of 2021. Um, the reason why the bad example wanting to license Marvel isn't necessarily attainable or realistic because that's a, a big fish uh, to try mm-hmm. and tackle on on your first yeah. go around, but. But the I want to land three licensing deals. It's it's specific. Who is involved? Me. What I want to accomplish? Three licensing deals. It's going to be my com- It's going to be our company here, our location. You know the time frame. Yeah, by summer of 2021. Is it measurable? Yes. Again, I quantified it. I want to land three of them. It's attainable, mm-hmm. and it's relevant because you know licensed material, licensed products. You can sell for so much more because of the brand on the shirt and you make more mm. money and it's attainable because it, there, there's different avenues you can go. There's whole, f- there's whole trade shows of just licensing. It's a licensing mm-hmm. trade show. So there, it's, it, there's a ways to get into the door and start small and work your way up and kind of prove your, your, uh, you know, the, get a track record for lack of a yeah. better term in that. And, and it's timely, uh, again, because I've, I've set myself a window that I want to accomplish this goal. And it's something that I've kind of toyed with the idea and and I've been interested in it. And it's something that I think that we can accomplish here. And it would definitely do a lot for us because one of our clients sells licensed material for Capcom street fighter, you know, myriad of other, of other brands. And they Mm -hmm. sell a lot and they sell their shirts for crazy prices because of what's (laughs) on 
Sure. So, uh, so maybe, maybe, and I'm, I'm throwing this out there off the cuff, but 2021, a licensing trade show. Maybe there's a print on demand cast recorded live on location. Maybe you and I go, maybe we mm-hmm. get, get the road wives band back together and we go see what this whole <laughs> licensing thing is all about. Um, there's a backstory to the road wives thing that we won't get into for this episode. Maybe that's like a bonus episode sometime, but anyway, um, <laughs> that would be my, my goal for 2021 landing three licensing deals, uh, for my company. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's a great goal, man. Uh, I will, uh, try to help you stay accountable to it and kind of ask Likewise. you how it's going. And yeah, Likewise. yeah, yeah I'll do this for you. And of course, if you know, we have, we've been able to land a, a couple, you know, print on demand clients while we've been doing this. So if you need any help, tips, tricks, whatever, the resources are here and we'll, yeah. we'll help you out and help meet those smaller goals. Just like there'll be smaller goals with mine. I'm going to have to find out where you go to, to find licensing deal, contact people. There's all kinds of, like you said, mini goals inside that, that kind of umbrella that, that you yeah. set for yourself. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think, that does it for, for this week's main event, Travis. Unless you have anything else that you want to say to those listening, any kind of words of advice for people that are setting their goals going into 2021? Yeah, I, I'll just reiterate. Uh, write them down, okay? We, we wrote them down on a piece of Google document. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the second thing is tell them to somebody. We had a whole podcast where we told you a goal for us. You are, so, you are all now holding us accountable. That's what we're saying. Exactly. Exactly. So do those things. Don't just make this a good idea. Actually write it down. Actually tell somebody. Um, and get your butt in gear and do something in 2021 that's going to make you awesome. Yeah. Remember, if, even if you do something, if you're taking action, you're doing more than all the people who are just sitting on their ideas and not actually implementing what they want to do. So taking action is a great first step. Um, whether it's researching, you know, how to find, how to get to your goal, whatever it is, just start the ball rolling. Um, so with that, as always guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the print on demand cast. Uh, you can get the podcast at printondemandcast.com. Uh, you can also get it on Google play, Spotify, Apple podcasts, and you can email us, let us know what your smart goals are. If you have any questions about what we talked about uh, in this episode, email us at info at printondemandcast.com. We only ask that you please don't send any spam emails asking us for lump sums of money because you've been trying to get a settlement from us that's non-existent. Uh, (laughs) Before we pressed record, uh, we got an email to our inbox from someone somewhere saying that they were trying to reach us because we owe them uh, money in the settlement. So don't do that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But anything else, questions, uh, topics you'd love to hear about, email us again. That address is info at printondemandcast.com. If you have found this episode to be informational, educational, and entertaining with your your local podcast professionals, your resident professionals at podcasting, (laughs) let us know and then rate and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review, a five-star review. 
if you think we are podcast professionals in the <laughs> sarcastic sense that we're continually using that phrase in, uh, <laughs> that would be super, super helpful for us. It helps the algorithm help us, helps us get in front of more people. Um, and with that, Travis, anything else before we wrap this thing up and uh, put a bow on this episode? Nope. Just appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. We're very appreciative that you guys are, are listening and coming back each and every week. And uh, it means more to us than you can know. So with that, we, uh, we will see you next week right here on the print on demand cast. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the print on demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at print Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next week. Three, two, one. Recording. Now. Starting the show. That's going uh, so bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Take that back from the top. Okay. <laughs> In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the print-on-demand cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.